Welcome back to All Real Myself. I'm your host for the speech department, Anthony Macero. And the co-host looks a lot like me, John Lucero. Join us as we talk about most, what we love most. Movies. On today's very special Christmas episode, we're going to talk about our, the highest grossing Christmas franchise. This episode's about the Grinch franchise. Okay. So, as you guys know, it's Christmas, so this is a Christmas special. We're filming this on Christmas, so it's going to be a very fast episode. So, I'm going to just drop a cup some knowledge real quick. So, How the Grinch Stole Christmas is a children's book by Dr. Seuss. It was written in rhyme verse with illustrations by the author himself. I'm assuming it's all know the story of the Grinch, so I'm not going to explain it. The story was published in Random House in 1957. And it was issued by Red Book. It was a critical and commercial success during the holidays. The book was um, became ad- was advertised in 1966 for MATV film narrated by Boris Coffin, who also provided the voice of the Grinch. In 1997, he was in a Halloween prequel titled Halloween is the Grinch Night. It was aired with the, with the Grinch voice being by Hans Corner instead. It was followed with a 2000 live action film starring Jim Carrey, a 2018 comedic um, CGI animation starring Benedict Cumberbatch as the Grinch, and a 2020 live television adaptation starring Matthew Morrison. So this this um, property has been adapted many times, and all of them are quite good. Yeah, it's not like that's one that's bad at all, which is kind of surprising. So, should we talk about the first one? Sure. 1966 animated version. This is a classic. It's good. Nothing special. Why, John? Yeah, it's not. It's okay. Like It's good, but I like the other ones better. Agreed. It's just, it's just the book. It's the book made for TV. It's made for television. That's all it really is. So, the Grinch, the best part of that is the Grinch himself, because the Sydney Rourke is not a character at all. Max isn't really a character either. So, it's it's just the it's just the book. What, how would you rate this? Or, wait, do you have anything else to say? Oh, no, not really. It's it's good. It's like, it's just that it's not compared to the other ones, in my opinion. Yeah, same. Okay, so shall we rate this? I'm going to give it a six. I too gonna give it a six. Next, we have How the Grinch Stole Christmas 2000, the live action version. Sorry, Jim Carrey. I want you to start this one off. This movie is a masterpiece. Okay, well, let's not go that far. 
No, I think it is. Okay. I think it's great. The acting's great. Jim Carrey's lines are great. Like he's everything he does is improvised. So it makes the movie so much better. And as we watch this movie over and over and over again. And over and over and Max over again. Is, Max is a character. Cindy Lou who's a good character in this as well. Um Matt, I like the hold, hold, hold. Max is not that much of a character in this I one. said as he was I said he was more than the original one. Listen. Okay. Mommy again. The dad's more of a character. Everybody's more of a character now. So Yeah. Everyone yeah. is more of a character. I, mean, I like the ending. It it warms the heart. It literally warms the heart. His heart grew three sizes that day. It didn't warm, it grew. Well, it's got him warm. He even said it, his heart was warm. I'm all toasty inside. I'm all toasty inside. It was really good. Okay. Jim Carrey was amazing. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I, that could have been an Oscar nomination. I think. He really did. Man. I think so. It just really, he just really, you can tell he really wanted to do that movie. I want to say it has an Oscar. The movie has an Oscar. It, I, I thought it did for like art or design or costume or set design, something like that. Yeah, I'm going to look it up. It won for best makeup. Oh, yeah, it's, it was good. And it nominated for best costume design and best, um, best set design. I'm looking at the list of like few and nominated for best reading actually. He could have fit in there. He could have snuck his way in there. Yeah. But this was the year that Gladiator swept the Oscars. Oh, uh, that makes sense then. Gladiator is a good yeah. movie too. It really is. It's really good. Uh, let's see here. What's next? Oh, next is the 2018 CGI. Oh, wait, should we wait? Oh, yes, of course. I give it a 10 out of 10. And I'll also give it a 10 out of 10. Our next one we get is The Grand Theft Auto Christmas 2018, the CGI animation This one. movie is a 7 out of 10. It's average. Oh, I'm just you. playing. Oh. <laughs> I love this one it's, so much. I think it's really good. It takes the source material and the live action one and goes with it and gets further into detail. And it makes you feel like you could be the Grinch because he's not, oh, I hate Christmas because everyone else, because every, I hate Christmas because all the whites and stuff, all the toys and everything. He hates Christmas because he was alone. He has bad memories of Christmas because he was alone, not because all the toys and everything. And I think that just makes it better. And this is like the best, one of the best Sydney Woohoo's, one of the best Max. Oh, Max is great in this one. He is so funny. <laughs> and then the mo- I actually like the mom character a lot in this one. Because it's it gives Sydney Woohoo a lot of um character in this one for sure. Because it's like she doesn't want toys or anything. She wants everyone to be together. 
and she wants her mom not to be stressed out. She wants her to be. Have, she wants help for her mom. Yeah, and I, I just like that a lot. I just spilled tea all over my computer. Oops. I like Frank. What was his name Frank? I think his name is Frank. The, Fred. The plane was Fred. Oh, was this Fred? Fred? I'm going to right now. But I just really like it. And I think it still keeps the, like, craziness of who town. Of who? Yeah. Who, of who oh, town. Will, uh, Will, uh, Pharrell Williams was great. As yeah, and so was um, the Pentatonix. Their music was good in there. Yeah, uh, we haven't talked about Ben and the Cumberbatch. Oh, yeah. Ben and the Cumberbatch got a lot of hate and stuff when he first got picked to play the Grinch. That's it. But really, he did such a good job. He did. He's really he's a really good Grinch, and he took it his own. Like way, and that's what I liked about it. Why can't they find anything? It's Fred. Okay, I'm assuming it's Fred. Okay, I'm assuming it's Fred. Oh, it is Fred. It is. All right, shall we wait this one? You can go first. I give this a ten out of ten. I give it a ten out of ten. Okay, our next one and our last movie on the list is the. 2020, The Grinchester Christmas Live. This is a starring Matthew Morrison. This is a live musical adaptation of The Grinch put on TV. If you don't know, The Grinchester Christmas around 2004-2005 was turned into a Broadway musical. And this is the show that that the live special is the show of the Broadway. And I think people give this show too much crap, including I, when I first saw the trailers for it. Because we're all used to what the Grinch looks like, and it, the Grinch in this one looked really weird. And it's because he had to fit it for stage for him to dance around. Yeah. I would, yeah. And Matthew Morrison's actually a pretty good Grinch. He sells the low a lot. Yeah. I, I like this one a lot. It was good. I actually, I know a lot of people don't like Cindy Lou Who in this one, but I did like Cindy Lou. And that, in that one like scene, I was going to start crying because there's like singing how much she loved Santa. And then he was crying and stuff like that. And he felt so happy. But then she said she had a nightmare about him. I was like, no. No, shut up. It was going so well. The thing with this one is that this is a out of this is more of an adaptation of the book and doesn't draw inspiration from the twenty eighteen or the two thousand version. And so it's like basically the book on stage, but with more detail in the characters and a better moral. Yeah. Oh sorry. And no, oh, I guess is, there's really only four good characters in this entire show though. Everybody else is completely dumb and useless, I think. Who, like who, the mother's who, who, who all right, but is Cindy Lou who the Grinch, old Max, and in the Max, Virgo Max. Oh yeah, and this one they have the narrator is being replaced by a, a older Max. Oh, and the two old little Max. helpers are funny too. Yeah, this one's actually really funny. And then there's a young Max that's 
and the story. So off to the side, we see um, Owen Max narrating the story with these two other helpers at the same time. It's uh, the show's also really funny. There's a scene where the everyone's out shopping, and the Grinch goes undercover to um, get some um, costume for his Santa costume. And like he's wearing a cowboy hat, he's speaking a subtle accent. It's really funny. Right, we're from Texas, so we think that's really funny. Yeah. Well, I'm Texas. Dahas. Dahas. How'd you like Matthew Morrison as the Grinch? Because I know a lot of people were very iffy about. I liked him a lot. He was a good Grinch. He was a good Grinch. He gave the Grinch character for sure. Yeah, I think so too. He he really played like the best of his ability. He really did a good job. Yeah, and the set the set design on the show is really good. Oh, the too. Grinch's lair was nice. Yeah, because they do it in this like everything is like black and white, like the set is almost all the set is black and white. So when there is color on stage, it really does pop to give you more of that aspect. But the reason why it's more the reason why the set is white is to like be like the book because the illustrations are all white except for the Grinch himself. Mm. And so it like makes it pop. I like that a lot. I like that effect. Yeah. And this the songs weren't bad in Yeah, they were alright. They're not memorable. they weren't the I don't most remember memorable that songs. Well. I just remember the one that's like him and his way and the lights start flashing along with him. I remember the one when Cindy Lou stink singing to him. Can you sing mm-hmm. any of the lyrics? I can't remember. Like, uh, like it's the most remem- uh, memorable song, but I can't remember it for some reason. Yeah, they're not very memorable. So, yeah. Should yeah. we wait this one? Okay. I would give this a solid seven. I actually got. I'm gonna give it. A, uh, I'm gonna give it an eight and a half. I was give it a okay. nine. Like we said, the Grinch property is honestly a really good property to adapt because there's so many different ways you could tell the story. Yeah. Okay. Well, right now we're gonna we're gonna decide to um, wait each one of our fate characters and the adaptations. So, we're going to wait our top four favorite Cindy Lou Hughes, and I'll go first. My number four is Cindy from 1996. And then, on 2020, Cindy, the live musical special, is the number three. Number two is the 2018 CGI Grinch. And 2000 is my number one with the live action girl. I just really like the song, and she does have a lot of yeah. character in it. Okay, so mine is going to be number four, the uh, 1966 Grinch. Number three, the 2020 uh, Cindy Lou. And then number three is going to be 2018 Cindy Lou. And then my favorite one is going to be the 2000 Cindy Lou. 
Yeah. We have the same ones. Next, we're going to do is the top five maxes. They're all five. The, because the, 2000, the 2021, the Wife Musical Special has two maxes in it. Okay. So, here it goes. My top five is number five, 1966 Max. Number four is the 2000 Live Action Grinch Max. Number three is Old Max from the 2020 Live Musical Special. Number two is Young Max from 2020 Live Musical Special. And a number one is the 2018 CGI Animation Grinch. Yeah, okay. And then, wait on. I think we forgot to mention this, but Matt, Young Max and the Wide Musical Special is played by Bibu Stewart, which is the guy for, who played Jay in Descendants. Yeah, the Jafar son. Jafar son, yeah. Okay, go ahead, John. My number five is, of course, the 1966 Max. My number four is the 2000 Grinch. My number three is the new Max from 2020. And then the young one. one. And then my second one is the old Max. And then my number one is the 2018 animated one. He's so funny. I love him in that one. He is so funny. I love him. He's very much like the and the Grinch like treats him so nice in this one. It's great. I love it. They're like his. That's like his best friend. Yeah, Yeah, because he's alone. So it's like his best. Do you remember the part when the the Grinch is playing the piano? He starts. He starts playing the drums and tells him to stop, and he kicked the drums before he left. Mm Hmm. He has character without saying a word. Yeah. Which is very which is very hard to do. Well, next we get our top four Grinchies. And I bet our list is gonna be the same, but I'll go first and just tell me if it is. Number four is the Grinch from nineteen sixty six. Number three is Matthew Morrison's Grinch for the live act. The live musical special. Number two is Benedict Cumberbatch for the 2018 CGI animated one. And the number one, of course, is the Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey in the 2000 live action Grinch. Mine is the same. Yeah. Like, but like, they all do a really good job as the Grinch. There's no like bad performance. Oh yeah, there's none. Like, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch did amazing. Who'd be number one if it wasn't for Jim Carrey's? Oh, he did so good. Yeah, he's just very animated. It's very much Jim Carrey's world, like his thing. All right, our top four movies. So our top out of all four of them. We should rank them. And I think ours is the same. So I'll let you go first. Mine get, uh, for all four of them? Mine's going to go 1966 yes. Grinch, number four. Then it's going to go the 2020 live musical. Then it's going to go the 2018 animated Grinch. Then the live action one. 
I agree completely with you. They're just very, like, as much as we can be like, what, we, let's rate them and stuff like that, it's very hard to rate them still because they're all really good movies you can watch during the Christmas time. They're all really well thought out. I We enjoy all of them. They're all funny. They're all sad. They all have hot, they have hot genshi. It's very much a great family movie. Yeah. Well, I think that's all we got to to talk about. Like we said, we're trying to make this episode short because it's Christmas. We want to spend time with our family. So, yeah. We hope you guys have a great Christmas, a happy holidays, or a good day. No, just Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Way Hanukkah. And have a good day if you don't do any of that. <laughs> okay, well. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for watching. Come again um, next Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday. Wait, before we go. We watched oh, okay. Wonder Woman today, and it was great. Okay, what's... what You want to just talk oh, yeah. about it real fast? Um, okay. Go ahead. So, we're filming this on the 725th Christmas Day. Every year we watch one. And we watch a movie on Christmas Day. This year was Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, and we still haven't watched so yet. We're planning on watching that later. And Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four was really good, really well acted, really sad, and Negro bombs. That's all I'm gonna say. It was good. Like the villain was good. It was sad. Almost, I almost cried. I almost quite. Um, if it's a lot more story than there is action, it reminds me a lot of Endgame. I'm not trying to compare it to Endgame. I'm just saying that it's like Endgame when it comes to the point of story, and the story is really good, and the villain is super good in this. Yeah, if you're one of those people who didn't who liked Endgame but didn't love it because there was not enough action. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 1984 may not be your movie, I would say. Especially if you have younger children who just love action, then yeah, because it's going to be, it's very much a lot of story. And me and John love, we and me and John appreciate story, especially in action movies, because it's showing that they want this to be a good movie. So they're going to put details into it. And it also could amazing action sequences. Yeah, and this movie was just, just good. And the villain, again, the villain was so good. Pedro Pascal was, yeah, he was so good as the villain. John fanboys over Pedro yes, Pascal. Yes, he's so great. He's Mandalorian, Kingsman, this. He, he was so good as the villain. Right, Anthony? Like, the whole final scene was great. Oh, yeah. It was really good. We won't spoil anything. And Cheetah looks really good. I think she looks good. I don't know about really good. She looks good from what you can see her. Because they use the same technology as the Cats movie did. And honestly, it's not bad. But you could tell they didn't have all the budget left because they put it on all the reshoots. Because the scene we mostly see in is 
pitch black. Oh yeah, it's completely. It's almost completely dark. It's not bad. That, what I can't appreciate though is when um, at one point Cheetah gets wet, and you can see the wetness on the fur, and it's all tangled because it's all wet and stuff. It looks good. Yeah, they put that detail into it, which you gotta appreciate. You got you gotta appreciate. But again, we'll probably talk more about Wonder Woman 1984 in our next week episode, which is a recap of 2020, which is going to be a fun episode. Me and John are working on the script together on this one because it's going to be a very important episode. Oh, yeah. We're we're excited for this one. Yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun to talk about it and to show everyone. Because we're not doing a normal wrap-up. We won't spoil what we're doing. Well, how would you in it? Actually, I'm going to spoil last episode. Oh, well. <laughs> I think I'm out of You did. Last you well, did. I remember. I did, then. I did. He said what, what, what we're doing and everything. Okay, well, okay, well, if you didn't get that phone to it, then he probably. Which we're not going to say what happened. <laughs> what, what it is. But. All you got to know is a wrap-up and come back on Tuesday-ish, Wednesday-ish, depends. And we should have that episode posted. Okay, well, like we said, we wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Late Hanukkah, and a good day. Bye-bye.